Welcome to the Face First Golf Podcast. Real talk about improving your game if you're a 12 plus handicap player. This is where we leave the delusions of the online golf marketing world behind and face the truth about what it takes to play your best. I'm your host, Craig Jones. I've been a golf coach for 25 years and have helped 20,000 players improve their game through online learning. And I've learned a few things along the way. And now I'm sharing those things so you can stop wasting time and fix what matters. Welcome to reality. Welcome to another edition of the Face First Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Jones. This is where we tell you the truth about what it takes to really improve your game if you're a 12 plus handicap player. And you probably think, man, that must be hard to improve my game if I'm a 12 plus handicap player. And the reality is, no, it's not hard. What is hard is jumping from one method to another. What's hard is jumping from one swing thought to another. What's hard is beating balls at the range, hitting 200 balls with eight different swing thoughts, and then throwing your clubs in the trunk of your car more confused than when you went. That's what's hard. So improving your game isn't hard. What it really just takes is a little bit of consistency. And that's these, I'm always talking about these five minute, these 10 minute practice sessions daily at home. And today we are talking about procrastination. Okay, don't let procrastination and perfectionism stand in your way. So every Friday, let's start with this. This is just what we do every Friday. So all the members, every Friday, we do live lesson Fridays. So members send in their swings and I do live lessons. I pop them into, I pop their swings into my swing analysis software. And then I share my screen on my computer so that the members can all see me drawing the lines. They can hear my audio commentary, what I'm explaining their whole swing, right? And then we look at member swings. I explain everything that's going on, put them up next to pros, all the comments, all that stuff. And then what we do is I switch cameras to, I've got a second camera that's pointed out towards the net that's right off of my office here. And so then during the live lesson, I actually step out and I give a live lesson on the spot for those members who sent in their swings that week. So during this last live lesson Friday, this past Friday, there's a member named Jim who he sent in a swing and he had the exact opposite problem that most players have. His club face was really closed in the backswing, okay? And then it was closed in the backswing, it was closed in the downswing. Then he was really even trying to roll it over and release it, which got it even more closed. And so all these things combined were shutting down his club face of impact. And the result was this really low left ball flight. He's a right-handed player. So the result of closed club face of impact is low left ball flight. So, but the thing to understand about it is that the vast majority of players struggle with the opposite, right? Their, their face is open because they don't release the club enough and they almost can't over-exaggerate the release enough, okay? And so, and I, I talked about uh, Michelin in the last episode. Michelin is from Canada. She's one of those with the normal problem, right? She really struggles to release the club completely and square it up at impact. And I talked about her story in the last episode. She's made really big progress with it, but her struggle has always been just that she can't quite release the club enough. And release, by the way, is just 
rolling the forearms over so that the toe of the club passes the heel of the club through and after impact in order to square up the club face at impact. And it is a real power move that really puts that pop and that power on your shot. So Michelin's, Michelin's issues are the typical ones. She can't swing quite enough from the inside and she can't release it quite enough. So we talked about last episode how she really improved it probably by 50% or something. She still has halfway to go there, but but in the meantime, she's dropped three strokes off her handicap. She broke 90 10 times and in her last round of the season, before it started getting too cold to play in Canada where she lives, she made two birdies in one round, something she had never done before. So huge progress, but the point here is that you never know what you're going to find is going on actually with your swing until you start taking action. Okay, so everything is just a complete guess until you do something. And you're not going to find the answer to solving your swing, watching YouTube videos or whatever. It used to be infomercials. (laughs) And all that stuff is just a complete waste of time. It's really almost just a form of procrastination and or that perfectionism, which we all as humans suffer from, right? We all suffer from these two conditions. We have the perfectionism, which, you know, this used to be like a a badge of honor. We used to use it as in the, it was a standard answer when you get asked in a job interview. So what's your weakness? And we'd say perfectionism thinking we're, you know, cleverly turning the negative into a positive or something like that. So hopefully maybe we're a little more enlightened than that these days. Uh, And so I know I am anyway to putting my own perfectionism in perspective and my own perfectionism that I know in the past has stopped me from putting things out in the world or has stopped me from uh, just really getting my best out there into the world. And that's really robbing the world of the gifts that you have to share when you're engaging in that perfectionism, thinking everything's got to be perfect, which so often just leads to that procrastination, which is just kind of that being paralyzed by the fact that you're trying to make it all perfect, you know? So if you're one of those who, and I'm I'm one of these too, right? So if you're one of those who you plan, 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 ruminate about it, you know, how about this? How about that? What if I just made this little tweak to make this thing a little bit better? It would be so much better if I just changed it a little bit before I put it out there into the world. And then it never does get out into the world. And whatever genius is inside of you stays inside of you and you end up robbing the world of your gifts. So, And that's what searching YouTube, jumping from program to program, all these things that people spend so much time doing, it's just procrastination on taking action to start doing something to actually improve your game. And what you're really doing is robbing yourself of the experience of going through the actual process that is going to get you to the results that you want. So you keep yourself stuck through not taking any action at all because there are so many options and you can literally spend the rest of your life if you want watching YouTube videos and it just doesn't help anybody's game. I've literally never seen anybody make big changes that last from watching YouTube videos. If your handicap's over 12 and you're ready to get real about improving your game, it does not take body wrecking, marathon, ball beating sessions, but it does take committing to five minute 
daily practice sessions at home. To learn more about my new 44-day plan to fix your over-the-top swing and learn the effortless power release, come by and see us at facefirstgolf.com. So many players are looking for that magical explanation of the golf swing that's going to solve it. And that just doesn't happen. I can tell you with 100% certainty that there's no magical explanation of the golf swing that's going to solve it for you. There's no way to even know what you're going to see or experience when you start trying to improve your game until you start, right? So, and Michelin and Jim are perfect examples. These are players who are going through the same program. They have the exact opposite problems though, right? So one can't close the club face enough. The other is closing it too much. But the only way they know that and the only way that I know to help them with that is because they took action. So you really, it's just, it's not ready, aim, fire, right? It's ready, fire, aim, okay? So just pick something and go with it and start immersing yourself in the process and learning from being in the process and being in the action, right? So if you're going to pick an online program, Face First Golf is really the only one I know of that includes swing analysis without charging a big premium for it. So I'm able to do it for less because I've really streamlined that process. So it doesn't overload me. It doesn't overload you with too much to work on at once. So that's really the beauty of the whole thing, which is that, and I used to do this too. I, I, I understand why others do it this way. It's kind of that perfectionism that we were just talking about. And it's exactly why I used to do this too. And what I used to do is I used to do like these 10, 15 minute swing analysis for members. And then I'd assign like five lessons for them to watch. And, you know, the whole thing, it would take you like 25, 30 minutes to go through the whole thing. And I think that's what most programs do if they offer a membership level that includes personal swing analysis. That's why they have to charge such a premium for it. It's that perfectionism. It's that feeling like as a coach, like you need to point out every little flaw in a swing analysis and draw out this big plan for tackling all of it. And what ends up happening is it takes too long for the student to watch the analysis and to watch the lessons. And so trying to give a perfect analysis and perfect lessons that point out everything ends up being way too much. It actually ends up stopping players from taking action because it's it's a, actually a perfect plan for that paralysis by analysis. If you require people to watch 20, 25, 30 minutes of their swing analysis and the lessons that go along with it, it actually ends up stopping progress instead of helping make progress. So what actually does work for everybody, and this is what I'm starting to see since I changed this, what works is a two or three minute analysis. This is what I do in Live Lesson Friday. So you send in your swing, you get a two or three minute live analysis during Live Lesson Friday, pointing out maybe one or two things to work on at the most. Then I step out to the net for just two or three minutes and show you exactly how to work on it. And that's what allows me, because it only takes a few minutes to do it, that's what allows me to include swing analysis without charging a big premium for it. And that is actually what I think is one of the keys and why so many players are making these giant leaps 
with their game right now because since I changed to doing these shorter versions of swing analysis, like I said, I used to do it the way the others do too. I used to do those long ones and I kept seeing players just not really making the progress that I was hoping to see them make. But since I started doing these shorter ones, not only can I now include it without charging a big premium for it, and which feels really good to be able to offer that. But on top of that, what I'm really seeing is players making the big changes faster and getting faster and better results. So it's truly a win-win. So I guess what I'm saying is stop procrastinating and start taking action. Stop stopping yourself, right? You won't know what lies ahead until you start. And here's another thing. Stop thinking that you need to find time to, quote, get to the range before you can start, right? And because the range is not where you improve your game anyway. You make the big swing changes through these short, frequent practice sessions at home. I show you how to do it. You track your practice with a little practice tracker that I provide. You print it out and hang it on your fridge and X off your practice sessions that you, that you do every day. And so there's a way to track it and that number one priority right now is just to get in the habit of doing these short little daily practice sessions at home. And it's really, it's all about what you're doing right now, right? Right now is the time to take action. Right now, you have a specific thing that you need to work on in your swing and you don't know what it is, but there is something right now that you need to work on. I've got a good idea what it is. If your handicap's over 12, it's probably swinging from the inside and releasing the club. But it will change as you progress so that your right now in a month is going to be different than what it is today. So that's it though. That's just one area of focus. You know, find one area of focus, make progress, next area of focus, make progress. And that's just how the process goes. So I think I'm going to kind of change up my parting words here today and add a fourth thing. So you know what I usually, I, I usually say, well, here's our new number one, right? I, I usually say three things, but our new number one is start taking action because nothing changes until you, in, until you start taking action. Maybe I should permanently make this the new number one here. So number one, start taking action. Number two, you've got to fall in love with the process of improving your game. Number three, expect ups and downs. Golf improvement is not linear. Number four, you've got to have patience with yourself. This is just so important. I see these players who beat themselves up, call themselves stupid for not being able to make big changes fast. And it's just such a waste of time to berate yourself about something that literally no human alive can do. No human alive can learn how to swing it from the inside and release the club really quickly. So to expect that out of yourself and to be unkind to yourself when you're not able to do it quickly, it's just silly. And it's not helping anybody, right? So always remember, last thing here, it's the little things that you do today that create the you of the future. So do those little things. And the thing to do right now is go to facefirstgolf.com. If you're not a member yet, go to facefirstgolf.com. Go wherever, go somewhere else. I don't care, go somewhere, but start taking some action. So I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to hit it longer with less effort, it does not take body wrecking marathon ball beating sessions. All it takes is committing to five minute daily practice sessions 
at home to learn about my new 44-day plan to unlock the effortless power that's inside of you by learning to swing from the inside and release the club, come see us at facefirstgolf.com.